Um, thank you so much for coming back. Again, any learning we do should be as close for our, our chayalim. We have we have a father of chayalim. We have an actual chayal. We have a, two two real chayalim here. So um so it should be as close as close for the chayalim as close and as close for Am Yisrael. So this week our topic we're moving away from places we're supposed to dive in, which is what we discussed the last couple of times around the bismedrish, a shul, the tzibur, and now we're moving to the direction in which we're supposed to dive in. And as I think is it's pretty fairly common knowledge. The, the general notion is that you're supposed to dive in towards the Beis HaMikdash. Those of us that grew up in Chutzlaras, or those, those of us that read Ashkenazic rabbinic literature, it's always the Mizrach. You dive in towards the Mizrach because Europe is west of Eretz Israel, more or less, so you, so you dive in towards the east. So what we're going to look at today is a little bit of the sources for this idea. Where does it come from? The nature of it? What, why do we do it? And some various halakhic ramifications of the different ways, different ways of understanding it. So the main sugya is a sugya in Brachos, which hopefully you all had a chance to see. Brachos of Lamed Amad So the sugya starts off as follows. Taner Abanan, Suma, Umishinu Yakol Chavinus Yerukos, that let's say you don't know what direction you're in, right? So it starts off with the worst case scenario. You're blind, there's nobody around to, to guide you, to, to orient you in the right direction, or you just don't know your directions. It's the middle, it's the middle of the night, you have to dive Marib, it's a cloudy night, you have no way of knowing your directions. What should you do? You have to have kavana for avinu shabashamayim. So no, if you don't know your directions, don't think about directions. Don't think about east, west, north, and south. Don't think about any physical location in this world. You should think about God. Fantastic. But if you do know your directions, what should you do? As you, as you saw, you should. If you're in Futzlaritz, mechavin libo kenagad eretz Israel. If you're in Eretz Israel, towards Yerushalayim. If you're in Yerushalayim, towards the base of Mekdash. If you're in the base of Mekdash, Mechavin libo keneged kadshay hakadshem. As Avi pointed out, if you're at a Talmud Yerushalmi, what what appears in Talmud Yerushalmi that doesn't appear in Talmud Bavli? What level? Sign? Harabayit. Exactly. You should be Mechavin libo towards Harabayit if you're in Yerushalayim. This comes up a little bit for, for people that are diving at the Kotel. Just to jump towards to jump towards the end. If you're diving at the Kotel, if you're facing the wall, what are you facing? Not the Kodesh Kodashim. Kodesh Kodashim is a little bit to your left if you're standing if you're standing at the Kotel Plaza. Um, so m- most many postgames say that you're supposed to orient yourself a little bit left in order to be machavin libcha or your face keneged the Kodesh Kodashim. There are some postgames that say you know if if, if it's if it's going to be mafria the minion if it's a kavua minion that always davens straight and you're davening left. There's lots to rely on, and maybe you could maybe you could maybe you could rely on the Talmud Yerushalmi that if you're standing in Yerushalayim machavin libo keneged. Harabayas, and when you're when you're direct, facing directly the Kotel, you're 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 facing you're facing Harabayas. So that, but the Bavli doesn't have that stage. It skips from skips from skips skips from Yerushalayim to the uh, to the to, to the Kodesh Kodashim. If you are west of the Kodesh Kodashim, if you're beyond the Kodesh Kodashim, the base of Mekdash, what direction do you face? Backwards. You you face backwards towards the Kodesh Kodashim. What's the goal of all this? What's the purpose? What what is it, what does the Talmud Bavli say? The, the second to last lot, second to last little little little, um, little paragraph. Nimsa, what emerges? Only be Mizrach Maxapanavamara, pretending in the east, face the west. If you're in the west, face the east. North, south, south, north. Nimsu, what is the end result? What are we trying to get at? Call Yisrael Machavan the Makom Echad. If you were writing, if you were writing Tamabavli, and you wanted to say what is the goal of this halakha, that you have to dab in towards the base of Mikdash. What, what would you write? What would be another option and another thing to write? What is the goal of facing the base of Mikdash? You want to build it. You want to build the base of Mikdash. You want to, you want to be connected to the base of Mikdash. What does Talmud Bavli actually write? 
There's nothing, it, it doesn't highlight the base of Mikdash. What does it highlight? Makom Echad. That all Jews are facing the same place. I just want to highlight that right now, then we'll see it being played out in Lamdas. The Talmud Yashal, Talmud Babi could have equally said, Nimsu kol Yisrael mechuvanyin le makom achi kadosh ba'olam, to the makom ashras ashtina, to the makom of the Aron HaKodesh. It doesn't say that. It focuses on the more fluffy idea, whatever you want to say, the more nice idea, that all of Am Yisrael is focused on the same place. Fantastic. The is also more general, saying, Yeretz Yisrael, it's a huge... Oh, good, good. So that's what we're going to discuss later on. Right. If you're in Chutzlaretz, what is a simple read of the, of the Talmud Bavli, what, what, what Josh is saying? If you're in Chutzlaretz, where do you have to be machaven towards? Just Eretz Israel, Not necessarily to get the exact longitude and latitude. Well, even, even like in Akra, some most people will face towards Jerusalem. You'll have one or two guys always who's like a little, a little bit left. Yeah, good, good. They're facing the base of Mikdash. Good, so, the yeah, no, so, so, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what the Rishonim say. But the simple read of the Talmud Bavli is that the more general direction, the more general direction is going to be good enough. Fantastic. Um, so this is one source. We, just, just to know where all these psukim from. The psukim about I didn't give you the actual sources. Maybe I should have. They're from Tefillah Shlomo. When Shlomo Melech built the base of Mekdash, he dedicated it. He gave several, several long speeches, several long tefillahs. And he davins that Hashem, whenever people are troubled, they should daven to you, derech ha'irazos, derech through the path of his house, and you should answer them. So all the, the, the source over here is Shlomo Amelach's tefillah. Fantastic. Let's skip now to, 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 to source number four for a second, the, the Rambam. The Rambam, the, the Rambam counts tefillah as a mitzvah d'oraisa, something, something we discussed in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an earlier shirim. The mitzvah for the, the Rambam says that the Torah says you should serve God. That is a source for tefillah. Fantastic. If you look at the last two lines, the Rambam says for mitzvos, he throws in a seemingly a, a minor detail of Hilchos tefillah into the very definition of the mitzvah. If you look at the underlying part, in source number four, the Amru, after telling you that the mitzvah of tefillah is a mitzvah of Avodah Hashem, serve God through tefillah, he says the Amru, and the rabbi said, Serve God through his Torah and serve God in the base of Mikdash. Well, how would you interpret this metric? Serve God in the base of Mikdash? What, what, what does that refer to? Karbanos. That's exactly what the Ramban says. It refers to Karbanos. What does the Ramban say? Klomar. What does that mean? Every time there's a Klomar, it means it's a reinterpretation. It's not a simple shot. Klomar. What is the ideal mitzvah of tefillah? To David in the base of Mikdash? V'negdo. If you're not in the base of Mekdash, Davin facing, corresponding to the base of Mekdash. Like Shlomo Melech explains. So according to the Rambam, what is the source of Davining in the base of Mekdash? Exactly, the mitzvah of Lo'avdo, the mitzvah of serving Hashem, which is written where? In the Chumash. According to the simple read of Talmud Avli, when did this halakha start? Of Davining towards the base of Mekdash? Shlomo, when the base was built, there was nothing to daven towards. According to the Rambam, where does the mitzvah start? Somewhere in Hamish, somewhere in Moshe Rabbeinu's time. So then the question is, it's part of the very mitzvah of the Raisa, the daven towards the base of Mikdash. But there was no base of Mikdash. What were they davening towards in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu? When Moshe Rabbeinu had this pasuk, Avdeo, serve God, tefillah, b'chivun de Mikdash, what does that actually mean? So what did they have in the time period of Moshe, of Moshe Rabbeinu? They had a Mishkan. So this is a fascinating thing. According to many acronym, there was no halakha of davening in a specific kivun prior to 
the, build, the building of the base of Mikdash. That's what Yerushalmi's better, because it says Harabai. It says Harabai. It's, it's always Harabai. It's always Harabai. But according to the, according to the just read the Ramadan side. I don't think, like, like, sorry, Shmuel, you can go now. Makom but we don't mean it's before. We don't, but we don't mean it's still a place, but we don't, but we don't even know where that place is. If you read Chumash, right, right, exactly. Meaning, yes, you're right. I mean, practically speaking, practically speaking, your is not going to solve the problem because they didn't know where the where the Makomikdash was until it was revealed to David and Nevuah. It was supposed to be on 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 Maria. But I guess in a, in 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 a, in, a, in theory, they were supposed to be dominating towards this mountain, towards this Harabai. They just know where Harabai was. Yeah, so Maria. Good, good. So we, we right. We know it's a special mountain. We know that Yaakov Avinu defines it as Shar Hashemayim, which is going to be important important in a couple of minutes. But they didn't know where the base of Mitzvah was going to be built. It's always left amum. It's always left vague and ambiguous in the in the Chumash. Where is this place? Where is that place? Yerushalayim is not mentioned at all in in our Chumash. There's Agav. Um, in which in which 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 ancient version of the Chumash has Yerushalayim mentioned over and over again? So not our Yerushalayim. Sorry, not Yerushalayim. It has uh, every place our Chumash says Makomasheri Karashem in the Samaritan Chumash in the Shomer Shomeronim it says Har Grizim. Um, because for them it was clear, yeah, Makomashiv Karashev is Hargrizem. That's where the that's where the Shomrinim worshipped. And they literally changed the text of Hamish to correspond with their with their reality. How do we know that they changed the text of Hamish and it wasn't the original text of Hamish? Because I'm sorry, I don't want to take fear here. Because just from a historical perspective, we have a bunch of ancient texts of Hamish. And the only one that says Hargrizim in all those, those Psukim is the Shomronim, is the Shomroni Hamish, and it happens to be the place where they lived and worshipped. So you put two and two together, it's pretty clear who, cha- who changed the text. Um, but our text of Chumash is a Makom Yishev Hashem, and we don't, we don't know where it is. The Midrash says that by Yudrisha, you have to try to figure it out. David Melech did his research. You have to walk around Eretz Israel and see where the Nevuah, where Ruch HaKodesh is going to show you where the, where the place should be. But according to the Rambam, it doesn't start with Shlomo Melech building the Mitzvah. It's part of the actual Din De Oresa from the time period of Moshe. If you look, the Rambam seems to follow through with this in, in the Mishnah Torah, at least according to one interpretation of the Kesed Mishnah. The Rambam in Hilchos Tefillah, Parak Aleph Lach Aleph, he's defining the mitzvah Tefillah. Mitzvah, source number five, mitzvah to say, l'spalo b'choyom, you should daven, you should serve God through Tefillah. Part of the very definition of the mitzvah, look at the, look at the last line over here, fa'akol, after the ellipsis, fa'akol yiyu m'spalo nocha kamikdash, b'chol makom shiyah. What is part of the very definition of the mitzvah d'oresa? To daven, what does that phrase mean? What is the object of yiyah? Object or subject? Object. So one shot is wherever the person is, daven towards the base of mikdash. But what is another valid read, valid read of it? Wherever the mikdash happens to be, you should daven towards the mikdash. And that is exactly the way the Kesavishna, according to one shot, reads the Rambam. If you look in the Kesson Mishnah, source number six, we don't have to read it inside. It says, means wherever the Mikdash is. Because according to the Rambam, this halakha, you're supposed to dive in towards the Mikdash, predates the, predates the base of Mikdash. It predates our knowledge of where the base of Mikdash is going to be. So what does it mean to dive in towards the Mikdash in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, in times of Yeshua, if there's no base of Mikdash? State of mind is the power. Oh, so, so good. So state of mind is something we'll get to later. 
But the, because the Mishnah is thinking more practically, what did they have? A Mishkan. The Mishkan. The Mishkan was the Mikdash. And so you're supposed to adopt it towards the Mikdash. So according to the Rambam, according to this understanding of the Kesta Mishnah, there was a halakha in the times in the Midbar. You're supposed to adopt it not towards Harabayas, that nobody knew about Harabayas then. You're supposed to adopt it towards the Mishkan. So all of the Machana adopt it towards the, towards the Mikdash, towards the Mishkan. I, I didn't see this in writing anywhere, but luckily, luckily for me, and maybe for you as well, my father-in-law happens to be Rabbi Heshi Reichman, who was a Talmud, Talmud of Talmud of Rav Slavijek. He told me when I was, he told me he was convinced it was in the Rishimo Shir of Masakas Brachos, which he wrote. It's not there, I checked. Um, but he told me that Rav Slavijek put together these, these sources to come up with the, our first model, our first conceptual understanding of this halakha of Davin towards the Mikdash. Look back at the Gemara. What does the Gemara say? Not that you have to Davin towards the base of Mikdash, Nimsu kol Yisrael mukuvanin as libam lemakom echad. So, what is the essence of this halacha according to according to Rav Salvechik, according to this understanding of the Rambam? It's not about the Bissim Mikdash. It's not about Harabai. It's not about Shara Shemayim. It's not about there's a certain place in the world that is more spiritual than any other place. What is the essence of the halacha? That Judaism says people could be wherever they want, but you want a centralized place of worship. We want a central makom avoda. Am Yisrael is supposed to be united. Hashem Akkad, Shemo Akkad, Am Yisrael could be scattered throughout Eretz Israel, but there has to be a central place of Avodas, Avodas Hashem, where Jews could come together and feel connected and serve Hashem together. So that's why, what is the actual main halacha according to the Rabbah? Where, where is the ideal place to daven? In the Mikdash. That's what the Rabbah said. Avdeel be Mikdash, daven the base Mikdash. But the Torah knows that Jews are going to be all over Eretz Israel. And Jews can't always daven in the base Mikdash. So what does the halacha teach us? What did Moshe Rabbeinu himself teach us? Wherever that central place of worship is, everybody should daven the kibun, physical orientation towards that place. And that way, everybody is, 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 is like a certain achtos in the avodah Hashem of Am Yisrael. That's the way my father-in-law put it. Put, put, that's the way my father-in-law put it, put it, put it, put it from Absalom It's about having an achtos of the avodah Hashem of Am Yisrael. It's about having a central place of worship. Sometimes in the Mishkan, it was a Mishkan. The Mishkan was in the Midbar, it was in Shiloh, it was in Nov, it was in Gilbo, and it was in Gilgo. It moves around. It's not Dafka, the Makam Mikdash. Therefore, it's about a central place of worship. It can move around. Once the base of Mikdash is built, where does, that, where does that central place of worship become? The base of Mikdash. And that's why Shlomo's tefillah, he's not being Mechadish Halakha, he's not innovating a new Halakha. He is stating this old Halakha that was always there from Moshe Rabbeinu is now going to be Chal in the base of Mikdash and Haramuria. It almost seems that there's a machikas about is it is the is the mikdash coming from Jerusalem as Jerusalem itself versus a building, you know, or you know, yeah. I think the, the the building. I would say less the building and more about a, the place where the screen, the place where our vote is happening. So right. screen, that might be different. Right. Yeah, I'm quoted. Whatever. It is. Yeah, the place where that vote is happening. Because the Quran Rambam it's based on the word avoda of deo of deo the mikdasho. Um, Rav Salvechik didn't quote this, but this fits this fits very nicely into a Havamina of the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi goes through the same stages. If you look in page two at the very top, the Yerushalmi has a raises the possibility. You look at this last paragraph in the Yerushalmi. Ad kidon bivinyano, the churbano minayim. How do you know that you're supposed to daven towards the base mikdash even after the base mikdash gets destroyed? And then what does the Talmud what does the Talmud Yerushalmi say? Amrav Mavun, Banuyot Hapiyos, Tel Shekhal Hapiyos, Panspalav and Alav. It is the mountain with all the mouths daven alav. What does the word alav mean? On it. What does on it mean? About it. How do we know that? Look at look at the next lines. Bivraka Bivrakas Kriyashma, Vitzvila, Bivraka Bonei Yushalayim, Vitzvila, Lokei Davedu Bonei Yushalayim, Bikriyashma. We daven for the rebuilding of the Beis Mikdash. So what does the Talmud Yushalmi say? 
really this halacha should stop once the Beit HaMikdash is destroyed. It's no longer a central place of worship because there's no Abodah Zechrabanos that is happening on Harabayas. It makes sense then that we shouldn't have to daven towards the Beit HaMikdash, towards Harabayas, because it's no longer a central place of worship. Why do we still continue davening towards the Beit HaMikdash, towards that mountain, Bismanazah? Not because it's a central place of worship, because we're davening about it. And you want to face the thing you're davening about. It's a different halakha, it's a different reason why Bizman Hazeh we daven towards the Mikdash as opposed to the times when Shlomo Melech actually had a, actually had a Mikdash there. It fits in with, with, with Rav Salvechik's theory. It's not about the location of Harabayas, the location of Haramuriah. It's about a central place of worship. Central place of worship no longer exists. The Lakash no longer exists. Elamai, there's a separate halakha you should daven towards the things that you want. You're davening about Yerushalayim, you should face Yerushalayim. Good. So this is one theory, one model, as to why we daven towards the base of Mikdash, because we want all of Am Yisrael to have a central place of worship, to be ma'achid, the tefilos, and the avodah Hashem of Am Yisrael. But there are other, there are other pirushim. I think other pirushim might be, might, might be, more, might be more intuitive, or, 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 things, or, things, or things we're familiar with. What does Yaakov Avinu describe Haramoria as in, in, after he has his dream? Beit Elokim, Vizah, what's next? Shara Shemayim. What does Rashi say Shara Shemayim? I should have put it on the sheet. It's Makom Kabbalah's Tefillah. What does it mean that, that this place, Haramoria, is a place where Tefillahs are going to be answered? Some, sorry? This is a place where Tefillahs are going to be answered. So if, if, if you... <laughs> It's a it's it's it's, it's a place for tefillah, and it's something which we don't necessarily you know understand or could or could define define or to define why logically. But God says you're He's going to listen to your tefillos more if they're said in this location or towards this location than any other place in the world. That's the most. That's the I mean, that's, that's where the world was created. That's, that's the central spot of the world. Right. Right. So it, I mean, we, 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 it definitely it definitely makes. I guess it can intuitively make sense. Anything, anything metaphysical, I don't really, I don't really, it's hard for me to wrap my hand around. I could say what it says in the sources, but I don't really understand like what, what it means or how it means. Um, but there are people that can sense these things. Like I totally believe there, there, there are tzaddikim that could actually sense different levels of kedusha in, 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 in different places. I'm not on that level, but I read, I read what these tzaddikim say. You feel different here than in like New York. Yeah, in Eretz, not every second of the day, <laughs> definitely not every second of the day, but definitely the gadol, definitely, definitely the gadol. Um, if you look in the, this already starts with the Radak. The Radak is one of, one of is supposed to be a more philosophically oriented parshan on Chumash. The Radak was not a Makubal as far as we know. I think he was a, he, he quotes Rambam or he quotes Rambam or Nebuchum a lot. He's, he's from that line of thinking. But on, on the Tefillah Shlomo, Shlomo Malak Davin Sashem, Hashem, you should listen to Tefillahs on this place. Look at source number three, the underlying part. The, the Radak says, the Afapish Bakalamakomos who Ritsono Elatsoik Ela Bulev Shalim, even though Hashem pays attention to anybody that cries out to him with the Lev Shalim, Bike Shlomo Meakel, Shlomo requested of Hashem, Shiyaha Makom Hazeha Nifkar Misayya Hamaspala Bitfilaso. Kiilu Habayas Hazeh Hayamala Militz Vitishma Tfilas Komaspala. It's Kiilo in this place, the the bias itself, the makom is like a mala that is going to help your tfilos go up to Shemayim. The Shlach Kadosh doesn't quote the Radak, but he says all tefillos of, any, of anybody anywhere in the world have to travel to the base of Mikdash and go up to Shemayim from the base of Mikdash because it is Shara Shemayim. That is the place where tefillos go, go up to heaven. So this is something more, more metaphysical. According to the Rabbi the Rambam, it's about unifying Am Yisrael, unifying Am Yisrael's Avodah Hashem. According to the Radak, according to the Shlach, what is this halakha about? 
It's not about Am Yisrael. If, you, if I was the only Jew in the world, I should still dive in towards the base of Mikdash, towards Har Maria, not even the base of Mikdash, towards this location, towards this mountain. Why? Efficiency. Efficiency, exactly. It's the most potent tefillah. Because this is the this is the way your tefillahs are going to go up to Shemayim much, much faster. What about to Shiloh? So then, I mean, presumably, you wouldn't be diving to Shiloh, because this place is Shar Shemayim. They just didn't know about it until Shlomo Melech built the base Midrash there and defined it as such. But, um, but... But um, but it, but it, in theory, but it has to be seemingly this particular location. It's interesting. I thought the Red Doctor was saying something else. But that Shlomo's follows bias and head. The car of Yoter follows Makom It's not about the, the, where the kavana is focused. It's almost like Shlomo is is saying, I want people to come here. Oh, to actually come physically. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, I remember when there was the option of Zoom shear right. attending in person. I'm actually there. There's nothing like sitting in front of uh, the Rebbe's uh, in person. Right. I don't know. No, I, I, I hear that. There's, yeah, I, 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 it's true. It's true. He is focusing on coming in person. You can see how Shlomo would be worried if we're going to create this option to be able to dive in from a distance and be mechavent. But okay, that's, that's pretty good. He's saying, no, there's nothing like actually being there. Actually being there. I hear that. I, I do hear that. Um, so then, so maybe, right, so the, the, the Psukim Shlomo says is the Spalo El so I guess maybe included in a lesser fashion, it's not being towards it, but I, I, I hear what you're saying in, in these words itself, that it's better to just show up, to show up and dive in there. Yeah, Isaac. According to this approach, with regards to the question of, you know, Shilo, the Mishkan, before the Mishkan, it's interesting that the Redak makes it seem like Shlomo was Mechadish, this idea, this idea. Right. He was Mechadish, this should be the place that helps all those people. Before Shlomo, perhaps, Perhaps, right, it, you're right. In the Lashon of the Redak himself is not is not is not, is, is, is not so clear. But I think but I think this can be used as a, as part of a general general orientation that this is Shara Shemayim, and this is the place it's supposed to go. Well, maybe I should have put the Shla. The Shla is the clearest one. He says all tefillos in the world go to the base of Mekdash and they go up from the base of Mekdash, and that's why it's better to be mechaven towards because it's almost like your your tefillos are like a physical item, this metaphysical item that are that go out of your mouth towards the base of Mekdash and, and go up to Shemayim from there. Um, there is a there's a, there's a third shot. So we have one shot, it's a unifying the Buddha Hashem and Klai Yisrael. Second shot, it's efficiency and potency of your tefillos. Another shot is forgetting about unity of Am Yisrael. Obviously, you shouldn't forget about it, but vis-a-vis this halacha. Forget about metaphysics, we're not getting involved in, we're not getting involved in, in metaphysics. But what should we get involved with? Kavana. We always want people to concentrate more when they're davening, to focus more on the words that they're saying. And Chazal came up with, with tons and tons and tons and tons of techniques to help people get in the right mindset to be able to daven with kavana. They realize how hard it is to concentrate. So many distractions. And many of the local tefillah, according to Sarmari Shalim, are ways to get us, techniques to help us concentrate. The Ramam is not, the Ramam in source number 10 is not talking about the, the halakha of davening the kibun Yerushalayim. It's talking about the halakha of davening with, open, with windows that are open, the kibun Yerushalayim. It's a separate halakha. You're supposed to daven in a shul with windows. Some Rishon is just said so you can see the outside world, so you can see the sky. The Rambam says the windows should be Bikivun Yerushalayim. Why? Let's, let's, let's look at the Rambam inside. The Rambam, the Rambam, the Rambam says, he, sorry, the Rambam said, I, I misspoke. The Rambam says this, this halakha of daven in place with windows is only if it's in your house. In a shul, you don't, have, in a shul, you don't need windows. Why? Look at source number, source, source number 10, the, the, not the, the tshuva, the second paragraph. Hatshuva, you don't need windows in a shul, just in your private home if you want to dive in your home. 
Why would Daniel daven if he windows? The fisher rutsu yilo. Kedeva over hakavana. Gam lakavain panob lachalon patuag laavir. Kedeshi itzayir bedimyono shuhu kenegad yushalayim. Veinachot nebinolo veina veina lo kier below koros. The Rambam describes Daniel and Sefer Daniel going up to his attic and opening up a window and davening bekiva yushalayim. What was the purpose of that according to the Rambam? Le'orir kavana, exactly. Because visualizations, imaginations, knowing that you're facing the, the makom of Mikdash, the makom of Asher Hashkina, the makom that is the chlim of Kodesh Ba'olam, that is going to help you concentrate. The same way keeping your feet together, you know, is the way of being domen tamalachim. So it also helps you concentrate. And wearing certain types of clothing helps you. Wearing certain types of clothing helps you concentrate. And we saw maybe it's feel a bit seaboard, according to the Meiri, is the way of helping you concentrate. Similarly, knowing that you are physically oriented towards the base of Mikdash and you're consciously doing that is a way to help you focus on the words of Tzvilah and think about Hashem while you're davening. So it's not about Achlos Am Yisrael. It's not about the metaphysics of your, of your, of your Tzvilah. It's a way of the, the technique of helping you and your, and your, and your and helping you and your first Malkavana. Yeah, I'm sorry, what's your name? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, please. I know the story that Shlomo mentioned there is an idea that when you We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we'll see it in a second. We'll see it in a second. So, now, now that we saw the different approaches, let, let's go, let's see some of the nafkaminas, some of the, so let's see how this plays out, how this plays out in various halakhas. So one halakha, which is not relevant for us today, is what we, what we already saw. What, did this halakha exist before the Basin Mekdash was built? Did it exist towards the Mishkan? So if it's about Achtas Am Yisrael, then yeah. If it's about the, if it's about Shara Shemayim, um, then maybe, then maybe, then probably not. And it's about kavana, so maybe it's 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 a uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit hard to know. Um, Wait, wasn't the Mishkan had to be oriented east west, like exactly like the base of Mishkan every time it stood? The Mishkan had to be oriented east west, yeah. So but it not, makes sense that there is an idea that like there's a grid, like you have to follow this. But if the Machina was around yeah, the Mishkan, was around the Mishkan. so people in the north facing, were facing south. south. Yeah. But they weren't facing Yerushalayim then, or Eretz Israel. They were facing. No, but they were. It would make sense that they were faced according to like, just as this thing is oriented the way it is, and we face it, and we think about the orientation. So your feel it should be as well. Yeah. So good. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what the Kesemisha says. That people were oriented towards the Mishkan in the in, in the in the times of the Midbar. It's a station. Sorry. It's like a bus station. It's like a bus station. <laughs> yeah. Every. Together. Yes. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. We're all aboard. All we're all aboard. Um. Well, let's let our our first our our first station in the in terms of nafkaminas after the times of the Mishkan is going to be let's say you don't know directions. They go back to that case. What are you supposed to be thinking about? So if you look at this source number eleven, the Mishnah itself discusses somebody who doesn't know directions, and what does it say? Or you're somebody who knows directions but but can't move can't physically move his body. It says Hayamahalik, the last line of the of the source number source number eleven. If you're in a place where you can't physically move around, because you're going to rock the boat, literally, what should you do? You should orient your heart towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim. What do you think that means? You should orient your heart towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim? Just think about, what should you think about? The Kodesh HaKadoshim. What, what, Yeshua, Joshua? What Yeshua said. You should, it sounds like some type of visualization, you should think about the base Kodesh HaKadoshim. Look at the way the Rambam quotes the Salacha, source number 12. The 
Ramam says, the Ramam goes to the whole halacha, that if you're outside the base of Mekdash, you should face the base of Mekdash. Look at the last line of service number 12. Suma umish lo yacho Somebody who's blind or doesn't know directions. You're on a boat. You can't physically orient yourself. What does the Rambam do? Takes the words base kachem kachem, and what does he replace it with? Shchina. So there are Talmudic sources for this. Why? why they're, they're conflicting sources in, in terms of statements, different gersos. I give you the Rabbi Menachem, who just points out there are different, there are different manuscripts in terms of what the, what the text says. Does it say shchina or, or base kachem kachem? But for the, in the end of the day, there is a machlokas. According to the simple read of our of our Gemara. If you don't know their Bar Mishnah, if you don't know directions, you should think about this if you're in the Kodesh Hakadoshim. According to the Rambam, if you don't know if you don't know directions, what should you think about? Don't think about a physical location. What should you be thinking about? The Shekhinah. You should be thinking about God. So what do we see from this? Why why would it be important to visualize as if you're in the base of Mekdash, and why not? So let's go through it. If it's about a certain element of achdos of Am Yisrael, that all of Am Yisrael, is supposed, their tefillos are supposed to be united in a single location, then the location is going to be important. You're going to want that location to be part of your tefillos. Either be there, or be orient yourself towards there. If you can't orient yourself towards there, at least think about it. And that way you're connected to that makkum. But um, if it's about that, in fact, your tefillos go up from the base of Mekdash, from Harabayas, then also that location is going to be important in terms of your tefillos. But if it's all about your kavana, it's a way of being over your kavana. So then, in the end of the day, the physical orientation is just a technique in order to inspire your kavana. If you, if the, if the technique is no longer available to you because you just know, you have no idea where you are, or you physically can't move because you're locked down, or because you're on a boat and if you move around, you, you're, you're, you're literally going to rock the boat and it's, it's going to capsize. So then you get to skip the physical orientation and just think about the end game. What is the end game? The end game is having kavana, having kavana that you're only that, that having kavana that you're only the Hashem. A good pretend, a good technique to get there is to physically orient yourself towards the base mekdash. But if you can't, then you just skip over that and think about the shchina, which is the ulti, which is the ultimate end game. Um, this this plays itself out not just for somebody that doesn't know the ruchos, but even if you are physically orienting yourself toward, toward, towards the base mekdash, you're davening here. Like I assume your shalayim is behind me. Assume? Okay, good. Some of your shalim is behind me. So you're davening toward davening toward the davening towards the Aron Kodesh. What's supposed to be going through your mind when you stand up and orient yourself towards the towards when you orient yourself orient orient yourself towards the front of the shul towards your shalim? So the Mishnah sounds like if you don't know directions, you're supposed to think about it as if you're in the base of Mekdash. If you look at Rabbi Yonah in source number 14, he extends this. That even when you do know directions and you are facing the right direction, what kavana should you have? As if you're in the base of Mikdash. Look at the underlying part, source number 14. Yakshov Gamkin Ki'ilu who omed the base of Mikdash. Shulamata. Nesha Ayideza Tia Tfilaso Ritsuya Yosilafnehamako. When you're facing the base of Mikdash, facing the front of the shul, what should you be what should be going through your mind? As if you're in the base of Mekdash. Why does it matter if you're in the base of Mekdash? What, what impact is, is that going to have in your tefillos? I love how I like some more. Your tefillos going to be more answered. Which, which, which pshat does this, does this seem to be working within? The shla, the redak, there's something about the base of Mekdash that makes your tefillos more ritsuyos, makes your tefillos more answered, makes them more potent, it's more efficient. Which maybe has more to do with your 
So it could be something to do with your kavana, but he, it's interesting. He, Rabbi Yonah knows how to say kavana when he, when he discusses it. Here he's just talking about the imagination as if you're in the base of Mekdash. Associating with this place makes your tefillos more, more makes your tfilos, makes your tefillos more ritzuyos. Okay, so we'll get there at the end. What to do in a shul with the aron is not the old Y-U-B. The old Y-U-B. Yes. Uh, yes. Everybody <laughs> dives in a different direction. Um, <laughs> And everybody bumps into each other and taking three steps back and taking three steps forward. Um, people are dumb. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so God willing, in the last three minutes, we'll, we'll discuss that. Yeah, Ellie. Only the surah and the base of English. I know the Lubavitcher Rebbe makes a big dadish, but it's more—it's—it's it's, mixed—it's a—it's a microcosm of the macrocosm of, of the whole. The cosmos. Yeah, everything. So it, it teaches us just the way it's surah formation. It teaches us how to connect in the deepest way to Hashem. The image of it itself is more than right, so I think you're saying what, 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 what Toby said. Maybe, maybe that could be a good reader of Yonah as well. And it's not just like you have to look to the, your connection to the Mikdash makes your tefillah better. So your connection to the Mikdash is more your kavana, which is then going to make your tefillah better. It could be. It could, it could, it could definitely be. It's like the Mokhmi Emmets. It's like the Messias is Emmets. If you're standing looking at a stammer wall, the base of Mikdash is Gilouim of Halakha, the Mokhmi Emmets, and you've you feel God. You, you feel Hashem's presence there much, 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 much more than elsewhere. Hashem's presence yeah. manifests. Manifests there. You're saying in terms of the structure itself. The structure itself. Yeah. And there is, you know, it, there is such a halakha. We 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 learned the Talmud. There's a halakha that you're supposed to daven next to a wall without anything being mastic between you and the wall. How we how we're making this today is a whole whole issue. But the Yerushalmi says, why daven near a wall? Because it quotes a pasuk about the wall, the base of that again, you want to connect your tefillos to the base of Mikdash. The base of Mikdash is a physical structure with a wall, and similarly, you want to be close to a wall because that reminds you or connects you to the connects you to the base of Mikdash. Yeah, so I, I definitely I, I definitely hear that that or that, that read of Rabbi as well. That maybe it's not just the metaphysically this location is best for tefillah. Is that it changes you as a person. Being connected to this to this place changes you as a person. And then your kavana is going to be different. Yeah, sorry, forgetting your first name. Yeah. You know, it says with Sibor and Rabam, you know, this prayer starts answered better. So, you, you know. Right. So I, I'm definitely using that the unity piece. I, I think that, that the simple read of the Gemara is, is maybe simple read of the Gemara. Rabbi Solnitschik read the Gemara, read the Rambam, and said the unity is the main essence of the Lach over here. I think if you go through other Rishonim, go through Rabbi Yonah, go through the Shlag, go through the Radak, they are focusing on, on, on other elements, such that even when you're diving by yourself, even if you were the only Jew in the world, this halakha would still make sense. Yeah, but it's still part of the unity, because all the Jews are facing the same place. All the Jews are facing the same place. So maybe, that, maybe that's trying to Rabbi Yonah. Your tefillah is more ritsuya, the Tanyamakom, because all Jews are Kilo, they're in the base of together when they're when they're davening. Just give all your shot. Give all your shot to him. I I I still think the simple reader of Vinayona is that something about the makom itself um, helps your tefillos. Other things could be read into it, but I think that's a, that's the simplest read. It's just in a fascinating way. Um, source number fifteen. You look at the prisha. The prisha is like the dafka. Don't think about any physical location when you're davening. Venerally, the yaksir can then negate eretz Israel. Dafka, the vadei hamachshava ba'kivon ro'ui shetiyah negate avinu shavashamayim levado baraku. He's like, what is what is shitov in halachic literature? Christianity. Christianity. When, you're, when you're thinking about things other than God, so what does the priest say? If you if you're if you're orienting yourself towards Yerushalayim and you're thinking as if you're in the base of Mikdash and you're thinking about God, what does it do to your tefillos? It makes it a little bit coarse almost. It makes it a little bit too physical. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit too gashmi. 
your whole kavana should be about should be uh, should be towards towards Avinu Shavash Shemayim. The Shechina idea. The Shechina idea, exactly. So why is there why is there halach in the first place to orient your soul, yourself towards the base of Mikdash? It's more your kavana. But but what is the content of your kavana? The Shechina, Kodesh Baruch Don't try to don't waste time or spend time trying to visualize as if you're in the Kodesh Hashem, That is actually going to take away from the potency and the power and the kavana of your tefilos. So you see, he's very oriented towards kavana, what's happening internally, and less about the metaphysics, and less about the aftos, less about, less about the makom itself. The makom is a way of getting you towards kavana, but once you're oriented towards that makom, forget about the makom, just, uh, just, just, just use it as a way to focus directly on Hashem. One other, one other nafkamina before we get to the, the, to the final point in the halacha, which is about what to do, what, what does our own Kodesh matter, um, how precise do you have to be? So... It's just in theory, if you follow the Shla and the Radak, that your Tfilos travel there and then they go up to Shemayim, what would you expect? You want to be super straight. It has to be very direct. If it's just a way of being more your Kavana, so then it's more lenient. So whatever, as long as you're in the general orientation towards the base of Mekdash, you're fine because you're, you know what you're doing. You know why you change your direction, and that's going to be more your Kavana. So this, you don't have to read it inside. It's Machlokas between the, the Me'iri and Rabbi Yonah. The Me'iri says, the Minigwas, as long as you're generally oriented towards the base of Mekdash, you're fine. You don't have to sit there with, with maps and angles and things, things like that. And Rabbi Yonah was like, no, you have to be super precise, as precise as humanly possible. The Lavush in Europe has a long arichos in, in this similar in Shulchan Aruch, but what, the, what precise angle the Aron Kodesh should be in shuls in, Euro, in northern Europe to be able to be oriented towards the base of Mikdash, it's clear from the writing of the Bush that the minig was just to put the Aron Kodesh in the east. He's like, no, it can't be these. It has to be the southeast. And it has to be a little bit more south than east, I think. I'm forgetting exactly what he says. But he's very into the fact it should be, it should be as precise as possible. I think, I think it goes back to this to the, to the, to the different to the, to, the, to the different approaches. If it's just a technique away being more kavana, general direction is going to be enough. If it's something metaphysical, then precision is going to be very very important. You know the, your Bavli says you're, you're shalom. Yeah. So the Rabbi reads the Bavli saying that it's always <coughs> but the Abbot, If you when it says you're shalom, it really means the most precise place you're shalom. But if you can't do that, so then you do, so then you should do it uh, so, then should, so then you should do it towards your shalom. There's a there's a sugi about the master about where is the shechina people with Avin says the west or is the east we're not we're not going to go we're not going to do that right now let's let's skip that for the skip that for the time being let's go to the to one halacha ma'aseh shaila that that comes up a lot and not a lot comes up a lot if shuls aren't 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 planned properly or there's there's zoning issues the structural issues architectural issues if the aron kodesh is not in the direction towards Yerushalayim up until now in the last forty three minutes um in the last forty three minutes have we ever have we seen anything about davening towards the aron no such halakha exists in Tama Bavli. It's all about dominating towards Yerushalayim. So let's say the Aaron is over here, and Yerushalayim was, was this way. Based on the simple read of our Gemara, where should he be dominating towards? Precisely this way. Whatever direction this way is. A very bad direction. This is That's south. North. This is north. This is east. Thank you. Um, Efrat is south of Yerushalayim. Yes, yes, yes thank you. Right. Yes. <laughs> if you gave me five seconds, I would have figured it out, but I'm very, very bad at maths. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm from a generation. I started driving with GPSs and Google Maps and things like that, and I, um, I, re- I really, I really, really do not know my way, my way around, which is bad in this country because you make a wrong turn, you end up in Norrisville, which is not good. Uh, yeah, don't pay attention to the red signs. That's what I learned pretty early on. Um, so, um, yeah. So the simple read is that, is that there's no, is, there's nothing about davening, davening towards the Aram. There is a halakha which you, which do we show them quote about not having your back towards the Aram. He says you shouldn't daven, you shouldn't daven facing away from, from the Sefer Torah. 
So that gets expanded by many acronyms to not facing a little bit away from the from the from the Sefer Torah, um, and that's and and that and and that and and that's and that and that and, and that's and, and that's why things things get a little bit complicated. If you look in the source number twenty-two, the Bera the Bera Lacha has a suffix about this. The Bera Lacha, the Bera Lacha again, the author is who's the Mishabura. He says as follows: Shehu Beruach, I am Mishabura. So let's let's start with the Shulchan Aruch. This, 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 this will take two minutes, and then we'll, then we'll end. Shulchan Aruch writes as follows. You should, oh, the doorway to the shul, the entrance to the shul, should be corresponding opposite the direction you daven in the city. If you daven facing west, the door of the shul should be on the eastern side, so you walk into the shul and you're facing the right direction. So the ideal way to, to build a shul is where the aron is facing the direction you're supposed to be davening in, and the door is on the opposite side. Good. The Beralaka writes as follows. Look at the end of the first line. Let's say you have a shul. Again, we're talking about Europe, where they davened the kivun mizrach, and it's impossible to have the aron kodesh in the eastern direction. So it's Sarah Ion, he has a suffix. Which direction should you daven in? Should you daven towards Yerushalayim, towards the east, or should you daven towards the Aram? Im the Mizrach, Meneshu Negad Yerushalayim. Should you daven towards the east because it is corresponding to Yerushalayim? Or Mutab she spalo Klapia Kodesh to Hua Aron, or should you daven Klapia Kodesh, which is the Aram? Let's say the Aron is facing. The Aron's here. Yeah. People are walking in. Is it better to put the Aron on that door, which is not towards Mizrah, but the. So I, I, I'm not even sure if it's an issue of where people are walking in, and we're just it just the let's say this way is Yerushalayim, and the Aron is on the Easter is on is on is on, is on a different wall. So the Berlach has a real suffix about this. He's not sure. It, it, the leader post can point out that it's very strange for the Berlach to have a suffix about this because the Gemara is clear. You dive in towards Yerushalayim. All the Rishonim are clear. Shulchan Aruch is clear. There's no halakha mentioned in Talmud Bavli about davening towards the Aram. So where does he get this suffix from? You're supposed to daven, maybe you're supposed to daven, maybe you're supposed to daven, daven towards the Aram. That's why in many, many shuls, that's why in the old Mayu based Madrash, where the Aram was due, not east, north. due north, thank you, Mori Rabbi Rav Shachter always davened at an angle. He didn't want to have his back towards the Aram, but he angled himself towards east, angled himself towards Yerushalayim. Because he, he thought that the the, the, the has, has, has a suffix about it, but the, the simple read of all the sources is that you're supposed to daven mainly towards Yerushalayim. And the Rav davened in 101. And the Rav davened in... In 101, that classroom. You davened in the... Oh, he only davened in the classroom? Is that the story? I don't know. I Maybe. heard that, I was that, that was his minions. Maybe. Maybe that's why. Maybe he didn't want to, he didn't want to, get, into, didn't want, he didn't want to get into the suffix. What's interesting is that we do find one Tosefta that uses this phrase, the Berlachal uses, Klape Kodesh. It's a Tosefta in Megillah, which discusses the structure of a shul, and we'll end with this, that the Tosefta says, you look at the underlying part, Chazan HaKnesses Panav Klapi Kodesh. The Chazan, the, the, the Shliotibor, his face is towards the Kodesh. V'chol Am Pneim Klapi Kodesh. And all the people face Kodesh. Shneemar V'tikahel HaIdam Pesach Olamoid. So, in the structure of a shul, what does the word Kodesh mean? It's unclear, but it sounds like it means the Aron. So it sounds like there is a halakha that you're that inside a shul you're supposed to face the kodesh of that shul you're supposed to face the aron kodesh the shulat seaboard and the people are face facing the aron even maybe if it's not facing east. 
Where does the salacha come from? Why face the aron? Because what is a shul structured after? Based on mikdash. Shul is your mikdash ma'at. So you understand it that way, then you have a real conflict. I know the global based mikdash of the Jewish people is in Yerushalayim. That's Bikivun Mizrach. That's Bikivun whatever. That's that's Bikivun North. But in my little kehila, our shul is modeled after the base of Mekdash, and therefore we shall all be dominating towards the Aron. And where is the Aron in our shul? So, so, so one, one approach would say, forget about your Aron, talk about the global Am Yisrael. We want Akhtas of Am Yisrael. You want Akhtas in the shul as well. You want Akhtas in the shul. So, you have to, so that's why you have to have a Rav for Paskins, where, which way direction yeah. Davin. That's why YU is an absurd situation, where everybody's Davin everybody yeah. in, in, a, in a different direction. But... Um, but um, but I think this is this is a very very interesting topic. Um, should you daven towards the central place of Voda of Am Yisrael as a whole, or should you not daven? Your base, your shul is modeled after the base mikdash. The mikdash the Aron Kodesh in your shul is modeled after the Aron Kodesh in the base mikdash. Maybe that should take precedence because you want to daven in as if you're in the base mikdash, and if you're in the base mikdash, you daven towards the Aron. So this, so I think partially maybe it goes back to our original topic. Is it about Achtos Am Yisrael as a whole? If it's about Achtos Am Yisrael as a whole. So then of course you should dive in towards Yerushalayim. Your little shul is not about Akhtas Ami Yisrael as a whole. But if it's about Kavana, um, if it's a, and if, sorry, if it's about Shara Shemayim, then also dive in towards the Beis Hamikdash, the real Beis Hamikdash. But if it's about Kavana, that you want to be realizing who you're davening towards, so maybe it makes more sense to dive in towards the Aron Hakodesh in your shul, towards the Sefer Torah in your shul, because that's visceral. That's you can see it and you know what you're davening towards. You think about it more when you're davening towards the Aron in your shul. And then, then, it might, then it might make sense to daven klape kodesh um, towards the Aron in your shul, and that is the suffix of the Beralacha. Um, and different shuls, different different communities are are, are, are really and different, different poskim Ari Yomazeh are knowing differently about that shaila. He's talking about the. He's talking about the. He wants people to walk, walk into shul from the back, um, and then. But then the Beralacha takes that to. Based on Kodesh, because the assumption the assumption was that this is also based on Tosefta that the entrance to the shul was in the back, the same way the entrance to the base of Mikdash was was uh, was directly parallel to where the Aron Kodesh is. Just Agav okay, the archaeologically they found a lot of shuls here in Israel. Most of them are facing Yerushalayim. Some shuls face west. Why west? Because there is a Tosefta that says the same way the base of Mikdash faces west, every shul should also not face the base of Mikdash. But face west to be modeled after the base of Mikdash, because the Shechina is in the west. That's what you see from the base of Mikdash. That's also an interesting shaila. Should you face the base of Mikdash, or should you model your shul after the base of Mikdash and have it face west? And they really found different archaeologically. They found different shuls facing different directions here in Eretz Israel. Some most face the base of Mikdash, and some face west. What did they do for Boy Mishal? That didn't exist. That's written in Ideally, we should live in Jordan. 